Welcome to Dice Camera Action in audio form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. For the current Tomb of Annihilation storyline as the Waffle Crew adventures in the jungles of Chult, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dungeon Delve RSS feed. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash toa, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca. We'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew, and welcome to the jungle, my friends. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dice Camera Action. Hello. Yay. All right. We're not dead yet. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's just jump right in. All right. You guys are all still alive. And thank goodness, because um, I challenged a god. It was a bad idea. Yeah. So but that was, it was awesome. Cool. There was this burnt symbol of Dendar the Night Serpent in the middle of the jungle, and it seemed to be swallowing a symbol of the sun, and there was a dead dinosaur on the sun, and Strix went up to it, and she got so close that monkeys leapt out at her face and stunned her. Um, but she had sleep-deprived herself uh, as well, so she was pretty much out of it for uh, most of last session. And uh, Wamba returned briefly uh, and was uh, disposed of in... <laughs> <laughs> Grizzly Which, fashion. by the way, it was not murder. <laughs> not murder. <laughs> no, no. And yes, uh, Strix fell asleep, and her nightmares seemed to have spawned uh, an effigy of Dendar the Night Serpent that tried to eat Evelyn, but Evelyn fought it off uh, and drawing it away from her friends while D.F. Uh, picked her up and bore her into the jungle so that she could not be eaten as well. And uh, eventually Strix woke up and the, uh, the Dendar spectral form uh, disappeared, which was good because it could have done some serious damage. Um, and in the wake of this, uh, you guys have now marched on, uh, moved on. I'm going to advance the timeline another three days, which means Paulton, Strix, and Diath each lose one hit point from the death curse that is gnawing away at them physically. No. Uh, it would have been. One, one, you said? One each, yeah. It would have been a lot worse, of course, except you've got two magical rings that you are sharing between the three of you to mitigate this life-draining effect. We should establish who is currently wearing the rings for the day. Yes. So I am going to say that it is Strix and Paulton. All right. All right so you guys got that plus one. <laughs> yeah, the plus one, the armor class, and saving throws, so... That's right. It's important. Also... I'm guessing that Strix might still not be sleeping. <laughs> That's entirely yeah, up to you. Eventually, I there will come a point where she will be so <laughs> sleep deprived. <laughs> hit her in the head and just, just falls asleep every that, night. That essentially, uh, she's moving at half speed and is like a disadvantage on everything. Well, I, feel, I feel like they would have had a conversation with her. That I was going to say, this. we should maybe role play a little bit that I think like Evelyn and DF have been trying everything they can to get her yeah. to bed. Okay. Because that's like, not something that would just be like, oh, all right. Yeah. Like it's, it's very noticeable. 
Well, I don't want the mercy killers to come back, so she's just mad and upset. I don't know how, what we have time for that way, but there, there definitely would be some conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Before she just falls flat on her face and doesn't get up yeah. for 17 hours. I right. Think, yeah. Like, um, Evelyn just tries to reason with her a ton. Like, you need, you need sleep. You need to, like... You can't cast any spells. You're going to cast the wrong spells. <laughs> and we need your spells. And she just keeps babbling and babbling and babbling about how she needs to go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she, if, if she convinces Strix that she's going to hurt her friends by being too sleepy, like, she'll definitely do the walk away and just try to sleep in a corner someplace sad. She's right, Strix. Like, if you're not yourself, we need you. Like, we need you at your best. It's fine. She's just going to lay on the ground. Yeah. Like, I don't know. No, no faking this time. Actually <laughs> sleep. I'm sorry. Yeah, I imagine that this is like when we've all bedded down for the night and we've noticed that Strix has like not slept at all mm-hmm. and she's pretending to sleep, but we both figured out that yeah. she knows right. that, that she's not sleeping. And so I imagine that we're kind of like, Evelyn's trying to do everything she can to make her comfortable. Like she gets a special little fluffy something. I was going to say blanket, but we definitely don't have fluffy blankets, but she has something. <laughs> if she's, but if she's up against warm waffles, like using her oh, as yeah. a sort of big yeah, pillow. Yeah, yeah. I have waffles laid down next to her. And then Evelyn kind of kneels down and she's kind of like, Holding her little hand. <laughs> right. And, and Strix, you're totally delirious. So at one point you see Simon and like a mouth appears on him that says, <laughs> You're all getting very sleepy. No! <laughs> yeah. See, that's that's all the sign that we need. Death will even like sit down next to her and be like, I'm staying right here and making sure you're getting sleep tonight. Don't let us don't let Simon touch me. I'm not. He has two mouths. Nothing's nothing's coming for you, nothing's going to touch you. All right, well, she's just going right. to nod and just go to sleep next to Waffles and and warily think about how Simon has two mouths. She does go to sleep then? Huh? Yeah. She does go to sleep? Yeah, because you convinced her that if she is going to hurt her party, she's going to go to sleep. But she's still very worried. And there's a bunch of chalk markings on the ground that, like, will do nothing. But they're there. <laughs> okay. Once uh, Evelyn sees that she fell asleep, mm-hmm. she, like, looks happily and she kind of smiles at Dia like knowingly, and leaves Strix kind of in un, in his watch, and okay. she leaves. Uh, Diath, you've got the map uh, that you picked up from Camp Vengeance, and yes. you're swinging uh, kind of on a southwesterly course. You're now at the base of these giant plateaus that rise up above the jungle, and they have jungle foliage on top of them, but they're thousands of feet high. Um, the closest one... It looks to be at least 1,800, 2,000 feet tall. And sheer, yes. sheer cliffs uh, with sort of heaps of boulders as large as ships around the base of it. Um, as you were sort of scoping out the area and charting your path uh, for the next day, you see that there is a narrow path cut into the cliff face that seems to climb all the way to the top of this plateau. You lose sight of it once in a while. It seems to sort of corkscrew around the plateau, but you do see that it's there. That's not the direction you want to go to get to Oralunga, but you do note it, that it does. Okay. Uh, and based on your map, that probably leads up to the village of Mbala. Oh, okay. Uh, which was marked on your map as a site, as a, uh, as a, some sort of settlement 
between yeah. Camp Vengeance and Oralanga. Yeah, we had discussed kind of making a pit stop there. You had entertained the thought, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. And come the morning, uh, as Strix wakes up and her eyes are uh, much less bloodshot than they have been the past several days, and uh, she sort of gets back into her normal routine, uh, you can bring this up to the rest of the party. Okay. You've probably uh, spent the night in the Waffle Hut because that's just the safest and it sort of keeps the insects from devouring you, so... Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, I've, I've also been keeping my, like, cartographer's kit this whole time and I've yeah. been, like, trying to fulfill that uh, uh, one dude's request. Yes. For the yeah, passage. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll bring up to the others that we're pretty much right nearby where we could take that pathway up towards Mambala if we want to stop there and get anything that we could possibly need. Or if we want to save ourselves in some time, we keep it going, going straight to Oralunga. Mm. I'm still... Where? Anna, <laughs> Anna, you're muted. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm just happy to spend time with all of you. So... I would love to take the long way around, but also you seem to be getting worse by the day, so let's just go however we can get there fastest. Yeah, maybe we can use it on the way back. I mean, I, I'm feeling worse and worse every day. I don't know about There's the rest like, of you. coughs up just like a, a black, like, <laughs> throws it over his shoulder. Uh, you can all make perception checks. Okay. <coughs> hey. 24. Oh, that's really good. Anybody beat a 24? Nope. Almost. Six. Almost? <laughs> X6. <Excellent. Yeah. laughs> I got a three. Oh, wow. Okay. I should roll for, I should roll for Dragon Bait. Uh, he also rolled a three. And, okay, uh, DF, as you're looking around, you can see something you haven't seen before in the nature of this place. You've seen some dinosaurs and uh, giant spiders and other things crawling through the jungle. Uh, but you've never seen flying monkeys before now. Well, you see a pack of flying monkeys uh, flapping overhead, going up toward the top of the plateau, and it looks like they're carrying what look like to be baskets. Do these monkeys look similar to the zombie ones that attacked us the previous days? No, they. Um, you can't really see them up close, but they're much sort of smaller and fluffier. Um, they look like... Do I have a picture of flying monkey? Yes, I do. Now, let's see if I can get close enough to the camera so you can see it. Oh, my God. Nailed it. There we go. All right, I can okay. kind of make it out. <laughs> Doesn't look... They don't do, look do, super do, evil. Do, 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 do. Oh, wait. Uh, I can't move. I'm actually... <laughs> that's right. I'm locked in by two cords. This is ridiculous. Okay. I, could kind of, I could kind of see it on stream, I think. So. All right. Uh, it is. It, well, is a, it looks like a, a, a little fuzzy monkey's with big feathery wings. All right. And they're carrying little baskets. <sighs> Just so you know. Which direction do they come from? Uh, they seem to be coming up from the jungle. Okay. I think I hit y'all. All right. <coughs> well. So going to be making everyone breakfast. Ooh, oh. what breakfast? I don't know. Whatever nasty rations we have. Yeah, are we, are we still good on food stores for the next while? Because I know I uh, grabbed a lot of that before we left Port yes, Nianzaro. You're good. Okay, great. And you're stocked yeah. up at Camp Ben yeah. Institute. All right. Yeah, if we're not too bad on 
supplies. We may not need Mambala right now. Might be better off just trying to get to where we need to go as fast as possible so we can get this over with. And because I feel horribly compelled to. Yeah, I was going to ask. That's the place <clears throat> Shabeshka wants you to go, right? Yeah, that's the place. Right. So if we deviated, that that uh, I probably know that that geese might cause an ill effect. Yeah, it'd be brain pain. Right. Yeah, we don't want that. No. All right. We'll take the direct path. Okay. So I don't uh, know what else we could possibly stop for. That'd be useful. Excellent. Um, your journey continues for another, I want to say, six days that we're going to sort of gloss over, montage style. Um, montage! Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sleeps more and more. Yep. So you meander uh, through these giant. Uh, or whatchamacallit, plateaus, you do see over the course of your many days of journey not only uh, dinosaurs in this neck of the woods, but also more of those uh, pteranodon folk that had accompanied Wumba. You occasionally see them sailing high in the skies overhead, but you sort of duck under the canopies of the jungles and stay out of sight as best as possible. Uh, They must have a roost on top of one of the plateaus or something. Once you get past the plateaus, you don't see them much around anymore. You do come to a river, which on your map is marked the River Tath, and it flows out of the Mistcliff Mountains southward, uh, spilling out into a bay far, far to the south of Oralunga. But you'll have to cross this river to get to where you need to go. And when you get to this Mm. river, uh, you can see there is a big uh, crashing waterfall uh, farther up the river. You can see the mist coming off of it and hear its roar. And then the river water itself looks to be a couple hundred yards wide. Wow. And there is uh, nothing on the map indicating any kind of possible bridge or other passageway. No. Well, got to find a way across this river. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I could use Dimension Door to take one of us across at a time. Well, there's a lot of us. Well, the rest yeah. of us can fly, except Diaz, so... I can't fly anymore, Evelyn. Oh. Well, then you guys can go together, and Paul <laughs> and I can fly together. It'll be real fun. Points to a broken room. Uh, it's, it's too far across for Dimension Door. The maximum range of Dimension Door is 500 feet. Oh, it's real yeah, far. Yeah, said this is hundreds of yards. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's about, you guessed, about 650, 700 feet. Oh, and how is Waffles and Simon going to get across yeah. then? Yeah, that's what we're working on. Maybe you guys could fly up and, and see if there, it gets narrower down the way, or maybe there's a bridge. Just yeah, kind of scout it out. Okay. I just try to get a scope of what the rest of the river looks like. Absolutely. Yes, you can see that uh, at one point the river uh, kind of plunges down uh, deeper into a gorge, and you see what appears to be a stone bridge that crosses the gorge. So we would need to scale this, like, waterfall cliff face down to get to that bridge? Uh, No, you would just have to basically make your way down the side of the river that you're on. Eventually, Mm. that side is going to get higher and higher up away from the river as you're sort of moving along with the gorge, Mm. and then the bridge, you'll just come to the end of it. And is it really far? Like, do I see it as a detriment to our ability to get anywhere fast, or is it a negligible um, amount? It's 
you think it's about a half hour diversion. Okay. That's I fly down and and bad. tell them exactly what I saw. Okay. That sounds way better than swimming, considering last time. <laughs> points yeah. like a bite yeah. mark on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that will probably be our fastest and most expedient way across. Okay. Uh, and we're giving our, our fluffy little girl, and I scratch waffles. You like bridges, don't you? <laughs> All right. And uh, you didn't get terribly close to the bridge, but you saw it kind of had a faint arch to it. It had two big stone supports holding it up that go all the way down to the base of the gorge. And then uh, there was some sort of shrine on the middle of it with a, a figure or statue on top of the shrine. And then there are smaller statues just kind of on the edges of the bridge following it along from one end to the other. Mm, I look out for the word yubbanub. We've also had some experience with statues that we thought were harmless that didn't end up being so harmless. These ones, these ones looked from a distance to be kind of weathered, and some of them had fallen over and toppled. You also notice there's some sort of statuary uh, clinging to the underside of the bridge. The underside. Yep. Can Evelyn do like a fly around of the bridge? Absolutely. See what she can see. Uh, I assume you want perception. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. That's a tw- wait, no, that's a one. It's a one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I just imagine that like Paulson starts playing while you're like flying around, you're like, oh, that's a good song. La, 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 la. You just don't mention <laughs> it at all. Can we agree that usually the like logo of a die is the 20? Yeah. Thanks, Acquisitions Incorporated, for well, trolling <laughs> me. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Um, anyway, <laughs> I see I, I actually get totally distracted. Yes by uh, a bird, and I'm like, isn't that the prettiest bird? You follow the colored bird for a while, and you realize, (laughs) I should probably get back to my friends. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Do I see anything at all? Like, I just noticed there are statues, Uh, I guess. Yes. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) There are statues down there, too. (laughs) All right. Okay. Uh, So you make the diversion, and then when you all get to the end of the bridge, you can see what um, Evelyn could not... Uh, which is that uh, this ancient, ancient stone bridge looks like it may have been built by dwarves because the statues of the figures that kind of line both sides of the bridge are actual dwarves. Uh, Some of the statues have been toppled. Others are worn by time and weather um, so as to have lost many of their fine features. And uh, in the middle of the bridge is a raised stone dais upon which sits a, not a literal representation of a man, but sort of a stylized representation of one, of a sort of uh, portly, um, bare-bellied man sitting or squatting on top of this dais, facing in your direction. Uh, The other thing you notice is that the the tiles, the stonework that you'll walk on to cross this bridge has maze-like labyrinthine patterns carved into it. Hmm. Hmm. Can I do a religion check on this? Sure. To see if I... Oh, wow, I rolled a 20! Yay! All right. 28. 
Um, you do think that they have some religious connotation, that they might be tied to the god Uptau, and that the figure on the dais facing you on the middle of the bridge may be a representation of Uptau. And actually, given that he's got what looks like a circular symbol carved into his forehead that has a maze-like design, you're pretty sure it's a representation of him. All right. And you can it's see a, that the figure, the figure is just sort of sitting there with his arms crossed, and in both he's got what look like sculptures of like feather dusters. Um, and uh, it's at this point where everybody can see underneath the bridge, walking through the gorge and basically eating plants, is a brontosaurus. <gasps> cool. But no. And yes, it's, dear, it's, yes. It's, no. Head, it's, head yes. Is, it's, it's big enough that if it were to sort of lift its head up, it would almost, not, but not quite reach the bridge. Here, baby. No, 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 no. Come here. No. Just like a little one, just see if I can hit it. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, you can uh, just make an attack roll, uh, ranged attack roll. <laughs> this is not hard. Uh, that would be a uh, seventeen. Yeah, you do. You hit it. Boom. It doesn't seem to pay a whole lot of attention. <laughs> Are you yeah, satisfied? Yeah. Ten Strix. points. Yeah. Strix is like, what the hell? <laughs> Strix, you're an expert dinosaur racer. Is that a fast one? Could we uh, race it? Yeah. I it's think a we real should keep fast it. One. Yeah. Maybe we can all ride it through the jungle. It'll go even faster, and then it can be our racing dinosaur, and Strix can race it, it's and really Paulson can play big. his concerts, and we yeah. can live here in Chilton and be happy forever together. <laughs> and I've marked down on my map Brontosaurus here. Don't worry, Evelyn. We'll come back for it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a good plan. Can I? Do those feather dusters look like anything I could fabricate around me that that Uptau is holding? That you can fabricate around you? Yeah, like you. like make because I'm I'm convinced that we need to copy every statue we find at this point. She wants to cosplay as Uptau. Um, well, first of all, you have to find some big feathers. Um, oh, that's going to take too long. Yeah. All right. Never mind then. I won't copy Uptau, but. I think we need to follow the maze on the bridge and the point of the maze. Okay. Okay. So you kind of stay on the sort of the maze like parts of the bridge. How are you going to do that with waffles? Oh. Oh, I'll make her tiny. And Yay! two of us will carry her. Okay, you shrink her down and then you're I want Evelyn to carry her like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. this. Like yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got the owlbear ready. Yeah. All right. Yes. It's big. She, she's even shrunk down. She's kind of big and awkward, but you yeah. can manage it because you're super strong. But uh, like, you know how you carry like a real big toddler? Yes. Like you're just kind of leaning back. Or like yeah, one of those big giant teddy bears from the yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so you make your way across. You pass the statue of Ubtau, whose eyes in an odd way, although it's even purely optical illusion, do seem to follow you as you go past. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Um, and uh, you make your way past, you cross the bridge without incident and carry on. Yay! Great. Diaz, are you sure we don't want to... Br- I could just ask the Brontosaurus <laughs> if it wants to come along or if we could ride it. Uh, Evelyn, you know what? Uh, I really want to, but I'm looking at the time. You just We got a schedule to do. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. It was insensitive yeah. of me to, <clears throat> to take time. You, I know, you're very ill. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it, also, it also looks like the dinosaur is having the time of its life eating that tree. Dad, do you want to interrupt that? Look at him. No, he's, you're right. He's having a good time. You're right. All right. I say as I'm like turning Evelyn away and like kind of pushing her. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Evelyn does not cast speak with animals, but approximates what she thinks it sounded like when she spoke to the dinosaurs last time and says, have a nice day. Okay. Ah! <laughs> Strix is like, is she, is she Barbie? Did she finally lose it? Yeah. Is this what happens? Yeah, is it Dendar? All right. And uh, so in the, we're going to jump ahead a few days again. Each of you will, each of the three of you will lose another hit point as you trade no. rings. Uh, but again... Uh, when you finally reach what you believe to be the outskirts of Oralunga, Paulton and Strix have the rings again. Are they? They're losing hit points from their maximum, That's right? right. Like their not, maximum yes. is going down. <laughs> uh, yeah. So my maximum like. is much lower. Yeah. I do not like this. Oh, you don't like it, <laughs> huh? Oh no! I'm pretty Poor sure you. Thing. Yeah, if you were losing hit points, I'm pretty sure you would last. Yeah, over twice as long as me. <laughs> I, I would love to give you some of my hit points. You already have, Evelyn, as we trade the rings back and forth. Hmm. Yep. All right. Um, you realize that you have entered Oralunga, or you may have been walking through Oralunga, didn't even know it, but suddenly ruins start to spring up out of the ground around you. As you come to a little ridge and you look down, there is this valley that unfolds before you. Um, in the heart of which is a massive brick and stone ziggurat. And growing all around it and the smaller ruins that surround it is are flowers. <gasps> Uh-oh. The entire valley is like a haven for, for these absolutely beautiful, dazzling uh, array of flowers. A lot of them seem to be of a particular kind, some sort of bluish flower but there's also yellows, oranges, pinks, reds, and whites in the mix. It is so visually dazzling that at first you don't even pick up the power of the, the scent that just comes off of this valley. Uh, a scent of myriad flowers assails you. As, I wish it did. Yep. And except for, except for Evelyn, of course, who can't smell shit. Yeah. Shit or flowers. That's right. You can't smell Strix, so I mean, honestly, the blessing is that too. Gross. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I'm going to try to ask Dragon Bait if he's able yep. to convey if he knows anything about these flowers, or if he can at least kind of give us an idea if these are good or bad. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Let I can hand him a piece of parchment and a quill huh. too, or some uh, chalk. He. Smells like ham and kind of shrugs his shoulders. <laughs> oh, well, all right. So I think we should generally avoid possibly wild vegetation because who knows? Do you want me to set it on fire? Uh, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. She's like, yeah. <laughs> all right. It seems Oralunga is entirely vegetation. (laughs) We could go take a closer look and just not touch them if you want. Mm -hmm. Me and Paulton can fly over. Wouldn't that be pretty, Paulton? You want to go look at the flowers with me? Yay! (laughs) So Paulton's going to hop on his mandolin. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Sounds whimsical. Strum a few notes and then take off on his mandolin. Elon thinks this is super cool. Okay. The two of you go flying over the ruins of the city, uh... And you can see that the flowers appear to be just innocuous plants. Uh, There's nothing that suggests that they're menacing or part of some menacing force. Um, The city was big in its day. Uh, 
You think it was roughly laid out in a circle and maybe even had walls around the outside of it, but those walls have tumbled down and all the buildings have been kind of swallowed up by the earth and the foliage, except, of course, for the towering ziggurat. All right. Do you remember They're just normal food? flowers, yeah. but we're really enjoying them together. Yeah. And the, z- the ziggurat basically fun. has four levels. Boom, 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 boom. And they get smaller, of course, as they go up. Uh, to my understanding, of based on what everyone has told me as we got here, is Oralanga itself this ziggurat? Is this ziggurat just kind of part of it, Oralanga? It seems to be at the center of the city. Okay. So this is probably probably the most important yeah. uh, And it's the only structure that's survived. Yeah, As far as you can tell. Okay, well. Now, um, Evelyn. Mm. And Paulton, as you approach the ziggurat itself, just how close do you want to get to it? Uh, I, I follow distance. I think Evelyn follows Paulton's lead, so wherever okay. he goes. So okay, so Paulton seems to keep a safe, respectful distance from it. Um, you guys can make perception checks to see if you notice anything else. Okay. Nine. Okay. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. You do not. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, this is great. Yep. All right. I guess we go rejoin the party eventually, okay. right? Yep. It's It just seems to be this sort of lost, very scenic, picturesque location. Quiet. Um, you don't really, other than some birds and little critters around, there's nothing... Uh, here to indicate that it's lived in. All right. Well, I uh, finish up my map mm-hmm. to Orlunga for uh, the dude back in Port Nianzaru. Yep. So there's that. But, uh, huh. There's probably treasure in there, I bet. Yeah, I, I bet there's specifically two treasures in there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe around it. Well... Yeah. The one detail that you do note is obvious on the ziggurat is that there are stairs basically on the side that you're looking at going yeah. up level by level. Well, it seems inviting enough, so... Everyone keep a safe distance from each other. From each other? Why? I don't know. Explosions? Who knows? <laughs> it's actually way better if you stay close to me. Oh. You're right. For, you know, for the blessing. Strix just gets family. really close, just like, okay, <laughs> here we go. Evelyn really likes that. That she yeah. gets, she's she's really into that. She just doesn't want to die. Evelyn right. does that thing where you get really excited, like when a dog sits on your lap or something, and you don't want to move so that it doesn't like get spooked and leave you. So she's like, <laughs> as soon as she does that, Strix moves away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I want to try to um, at least like stay alert as we're doing this, like maybe have like spell, like get ready, just holding my staff, like okay. <laughs> gonna catch things on fire as soon as I see anything moving. All just, right. Everyone be careful as we go up the stairs and if you see anything that looks like a <clears throat> wise guardian, let me know. Okay. When you get to the... You look like a wise guardian to me, Dia. <laughs> when you get to the base <laughs> of the ziggurat, you can see that the steps from the ground to the next level are about 50 feet long and rise 
30 feet, and they're covered with a tangle of roots, vines, and creepers. They're not thick enough that you couldn't try to climb the stairs, however. Okay. Um, But as you begin to make your way up the stairs, the vines and creepers inexplicably become thicker and more grasping, and you find it harder and harder the higher you get up. It becomes more and more difficult to pull your feet up through these things. Like, it's just becoming thicker? Or we feel it, like, kind of... Uh, You don't... It's weird. You don't see them coiling around you like they're alive. It's like they just seem to get thicker and thicker somehow. Yeah. I imagine yeah. I'm kind of floating above them. Do they Are they reaching out for me, or do I not notice? That's a very good question. As you float above them, you find yourself unable to proceed. Oh. You, you lose all forward ability to move. What? Uh, I heard a noise that meant magic. <laughs> Strix, can, what's happening? I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Are you stuck? I, and she's like kind of pulling her little feet, like. Huh, huh. So like grab onto her feet and be like, "I think you're stuck." <laughs> yeah, she's kind of stuck in the air. Uh, can I see? I mean, I guess I can do an arcana check, maybe see see if what magic's going on around here. Do you sense anything? Mm-hmm. I I'll do I'll do mine. Absolutely. Oh, okay, that's a lot. All right, it's like twenty four. Uh, yeah, you think that there's some powerful magical mojo around this ziggurat. All right. I tried. I just I just go, stop. Don't move, everyone. Get back on the ground. There's a lot of magic. Okay. <laughs> it's full of magic. You go back down to the ground. Can it's I? full of magic. Can I get back down to the ground? You can move away just fine. Oh, okay. So we can move away, just not forward. Correct. Okay. So I try following them with my feet on the stairs. Okay. In which case, you are able to proceed up the staircase. I hate walking. <laughs> and as you do, is anybody following Evelyn at this point? You and going back go down? Back, going back up? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll follow back up and I'll just start poking around in the, in the, in the vines, just like trying to see mm-hmm. if there's like a statue or any kind of sigil or anything I can okay. find. Yeah, you yeah. can, can I, find it. Sorry. Can I do um, like my divine sense to see if I sense any great evil? Sure. No, but your divine sense isn't just limited to evil, right? Right. It's, uh... Hold on. It's celestials, fiends, and something or other. Undead. Yes, I'm pretty sure that it's those three things, but let me double check. It is, yeah, so it's either strong evil or powerful good. I know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. All right, you sense none of those things. Hmm. Think it must be fine. Strix, like, looks at her horns, and she's just like, does this ever set that off? I don't know. (laughs) Has it? Weird. <laughs> All yeah. right. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. Yeah. 
And uh, you continue to make your way up, and again, things become even more entangled and strict as you stick your staff and tap at things and looking for sigils and signs or statues or anything. You don't find anything, but you do see that the, the ground cover seems to just get thicker and thicker and thicker around you until finally, Evelyn, you realize you've gotten up high enough now, kind of leading the way, that you take one slashing damage. Oh, no. Oh. In, how do I feel that? How does that manifest? It just tears through your um, construct body. Like, like, like ow! Yeah, like, a, you don't feel it. You just see damage done to you. Ow, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Strix is like, I told you magic! Why? Why is it hurting me? It's not it's something or someone or oop, 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 towel. I think, maybe, doesn't want us to be here, or something. Is there a different way we're supposed to... We can walk around the ziggurat. Let's just walk around it. Yeah, the the stairs don't go all the way around the ziggurat. Um, They're sort of a finite width. Oh, okay. On one side. So I'm thinking like the Mayan temples, where it's like the the stairs go up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I can't fly up. I mean, maybe we're just supposed to, like, prove our desire to go up. Like, maybe I just have to take the damage. You guys can't, but I can. Or you can't just leave without us. Well, I'm not leaving without you. I'd just go check it out and bring back whatever you need, I guess. I'm trying to think if there's anything I could do that would help. I can set them on fire, but uh, I don't... I think nah. that'd be bad. <laughs> I don't think we should cut anything or somehow disturb whatever is happening here. All right. Or do it. <laughs> I can't... You threw a rock at a dinosaur. That was... What did he ever do to you? And, and we're fine. So, like, that totally applies to this. Do it. Okay. Or don't. I don't know. I'm not the boss of you. I just think fire would be fun right now. <laughs> Well, I can keep us healthy if we all want to keep going. I have plenty of ways to make sure everyone stays healthy for a while. Well, try try to keep going up, Evelyn, and I will... Can we... Do we have like a general idea of like how many more stairs we have to get up or how much longer we have to go? You've, you've Did, gone... Um, uh, you climb about 10 feet before Evelyn started to take damage. So, like, barely any at all. Yeah. And, I'll, just uh, try, I'll just try... I'll just try... The steps little... are 50 feet long. I'll just try, like, when Paulson says that, like, kind of egging me on, I'll, I'll be at the bottom, I'll just try a little fireball and just go, ping! All right. <laughs> you zap uh, some of the vines Uh-oh. and stuff, and then you see them quickly sort of grow and fill in. All right. Yeah, we're not going to cut our way through this. Fire's not going to work, Paulson. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Uh, everybody can make a perception. Sorry. Evelyn tries, um, hello, powerful magic? <laughs> We mean no harm. That's not how that works. We just want to come visit, so maybe please don't hurt us. Be quiet. That's not how that works. Everybody make perception checks to see if you see or hear anything after Evelyn's cry. (laughs) I get a four. All right. I got a two because I was yelling at Evelyn to be quiet. Uh, 14? Okay. 19. All right. Paulton. um, You see next to you a little, just a little ways off from you, a tiny little figure, about a foot tall, 
um, spindly thin black, except for a mask it wears on its face that's white and kind of looks vaguely like a triceratops. And you can see it's holding in one hand a purple orchid and an orange orchid in the other hand. And when it sees you, it sniffs the orchids and then bounds up the stairs. And doesn't seem to be at all inhibited by the vines. And you're like... Hey, come back! (laughs) (laughs) The rest of you hear Paulton say, Hey, come back! (laughs) Is he looking grung again? (laughs) I'm not going anywhere, Paulton. Don't worry. No, there, guys. There was a little. There was a little dude, and he had some flowers, and then he ran off. And I want to know what he smelled. <laughs> also, he didn't have a problem with the vines, so that also seems useful. What? Wait, what? <gasps> what? The flowers? Are those the key? I don't know. You just see Strix run off into the flowers and just start like grabbing them, <laughs> <laughs> like handfuls. <laughs> yeah, like like just no care and just smashing them at all. Just, like <laughs> just like ripping them out ripping of the ground. Out of the ground. Yeah. She comes back with both colors and just, like, holds them out to everyone. Okay. Uh, So she hands you off a bunch of purple orchids and orange orchids. With a lot of dirt on them. With with hanging roots and things, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're not pretty anymore. (laughs) I feel like an idiot. (laughs) No, I'm I'm serious. He smelled one. I'm sorry, it smelled one. I don't want to assume. And then it smelled the other. And then it was just like, peace. Which one did it smell first? The purple one. Oh, thank God. The purple one. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Let's... Should we all do it at once? No. One yeah, at a time. let's do it together. One at a time, just in case I'll watch. kills us or something. Okay. Do you think it matters if I actually can't smell it? Mm. Uh, I, mm, that's a great question, Evelyn. We'll answer that after we try. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, I'll smell the purple one. Mm. And I'll smell the orange one. Mm, spicy. And still <laughs> holding on to them. Okay, now go. I go. <laughs> All right, you bound up the stairs and you get to the top where there's like a little landing before the next set of stairs go up to the next tier. But you're now standing right at the top. Oh my God, guys! You and it, did and it. it was, and the actual creepers and things kind of got out of your way as you were padding your way up the steps. They oh. like the flowers. Still Holy smell shit. them, though. All right, Strix will smell one, and then smell the other one. Yep. Maybe take a little bite and go up the stairs. Okay, you were able to get all the way to the top. Paulton, you're so observant. You did it, Paulton. Yay! I'm going to do the same now. Okay, you're able to bound up to the top. Bye, uh, I hope I see you guys again. Did you, Strix, <laughs> did you give Simon any flowers? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. And he will kind of stick a flower onto his nose and <laughs> stick another flower onto his nose. <laughs> you can't actually smell either. Um, but after doing that, he runs up the stairs and gets up there. Oh, good. Oh, see, um, Evelyn, if Simon can do it. What about yeah. waffles? Do we make waffles smell them? <laughs> yeah, uh, Evelyn tries to help waffles. Is waffles still small? No, he would have been. No. She would have been large okay. now. Yeah. All right. So w- she takes Waffles' little paw and she puts a little flower in it. And she like holds that up to Waffles' nose, okay. and then she takes her other little paw and does the same thing. She's like, "Doesn't that smell good, girl?" No, go get sticks. Go get sticks. <laughs> go 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 go. Go get Come on. Come on. At first, at first, after she's forced to sniff these stupid flowers, she kind of <laughs> drops the flowers and kind of lumbers up towards Strix and gets rebuffed and caught in the 
She gets oh, uh, no. tangled up in the vines and starts to howl. Put the flowers no. behind her ears. Okay, uh, can I can I like wind them through her feathers somehow and like put them in? Okay. Oh, like a flower crown. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. So you tuck the feathers into her, and then is able she's able to get up to the top. Good girl. This is a okay. mess. Or a mess. Then Dragon Bait does the same thing and just stomps up there. And then Evelyn, as soon as everybody else has gotten up there, mm-hmm. Evelyn tries the same thing. Yeah, you don't smell anything, but you have the flowers, you head up, and no problem, you get to the top. Sweet. Maybe we just you. need the flowers. Maybe we didn't actually need to smell them. Yeah, but it was fun, wasn't it? They're so nice, too. Now, <laughs> the steps to the next level are about 33 feet long, and they rise about 20 feet total. And the stone here is really kind of beginning to crumble with age and decay. Um, but there's no creepers or anything growing on them. Mm. All right, everyone be on the lookout. Who knows what something's going to pop out of the stairs or something to grow around us or something. I'm sure it'll be fine. Eh. We should send Evelyn up first to see what bad things are going to happen when you walk up these stairs. I agree. Okay. Get going. (laughs) Evelyn starts walking up the stairs. Okay, Evelyn, after the first few steps, the stone seems to crumble into gravel under your feet and you slide back down. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, I mean, I assume I know the answer, but she gives it a good try anyway with the flying boots. Yeah, you are rebuffed. You are unable to proceed and off the steps. Ah, shucks. All right, anyone see any flowers up here? Paulton, do you see the little little thing? Make a perception check, Paulton. Okay. Yeah, they speak to you, Paulton, because you licked the grum. Uh, 17. Yeah, you see a little (laughs) spindly... Tiny, one-foot-tall black figure. It's white mask that looks sort of like a chameleon's head. And you can see uh, it is carrying an orange and a purple orchid in one hand and a red orchid in the other. Okay. And it sniffs the two, then it sniffs the red one, and then it runs up the steps with ease. All right. And Paul's the only one seeing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all right, guys. <laughs> Paulson, what's so, wrong with you? <laughs> no, it, it worked the first time. It's it's fine. Okay. So the two in the one hand and then the red in the other. And then he smelled the two. It smelled the two mm-hmm. and it smelled the red and then it made its way up. I don't make the rules, okay? <laughs> well, there's a red... How many colors of flowers were out there? There's like purple, uh, orange, red, blue, pink, white, uh, and yellow. Do we have red? You? No. You what guys, the shit? I'll go, get a, I'll go get a whole bunch. <laughs> Evelyn just, wait, wait. Strix has to... Strix will hand her the executioner's hood that had the grung in it before. <laughs> just fill it up. Okay. Evelyn right. goes down, and I imagine, like... Yeah. yeah. Let's only take the colors that we need. I like that she's Evelyn like... Evelyn didn't hear that. She just... Yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine, like, Evelyn's Uh-oh. very picky, so she's, like, fluttering over these flower beds, <laughs> looking around, oh, yeah. trying to find the most beautiful ones for her. Yeah, yeah. it takes Evelyn three times as long <laughs> to get back. You guys, you guys have enough time to break out your sandwiches and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> We're just sitting on the edge of the ziggurat, yeah. just watching her, like, a lawnmower just go between... She's like this little golden bee <laughs> flitting around oh, over the yeah. flowers. 
<laughs> I imagine too that you know she has these kind of metallic construct hands. I like to imagine that she's kind of like sniffing the flowers, yeah. with like you know, so yep. they're nice, nice and neat, and mm -hmm. and she'll kind of like she'll pick one and then she'll look at it and be like, mm, and like pluck a little leaf off of it, and then oh, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Uh, and then she remembers again that her friends are slowly wasting away by a curse. And then she <laughs> goes back up the stairs. Okay. You come back with a, a, a hood stuffed with all kinds of colorful flowers of every type that you could find. I held them out to Paulton. All right. Which ones? Uh, the, the, it, was, it was purple and orange for the first, right? Yeah. And yeah. Then the second one was red. Smelled the two first, and then the one second, and then he made his way. But Evelyn makes sure everyone has those. And she makes a new flower crown for waffles. Mm -hmm. All right. Same thing, everyone. Get to sniffing. Sniff those flowers, and I'm going up the stairs. Okay. Holding on to the two in the red, just, eh? I'm gonna, yeah, hold them very stiffly, just like. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> just. Uh. When you follow Paulton's plan, you're able to get up the stairs to the top without incident. Wow. All right. And what was in those grung? <laughs> oh my God, it's working. Tell yeah. us what you see now. <laughs> when you get to the next tier, you can see that there is a set of steps that are 20 feet long and rise 12 feet. And you didn't see this before, Paulton, when you were you know, keeping your respectful distance from the ziggurat. Uh, but while the stairs are in excellent condition, they're covered with swarms of poisonous snakes, vipers crawling all over them. Oh, good. Do you see uh, the little person? <laughs> <laughs> Do snakes like flowers? You don't see the little person. I try little person! <laughs> How about little now? person, little helpful friend. Okay, make a perception check. Uh, Sixteen. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I look at him like, oh my god! I thought you were gonna leave us hanging, dude. You see, Jeez, he, don't, he, don't he, look, that. he looks up at you, black spindly creature, white mask, looking like a mongoose's face. You can see uh, that he has got. A red, or sorry, an orange, a purple, and a red orchid in one hand, okay. and in the other, he's got a yellow orchid. Okay. And with that yellow orchid, he goes over and beats one of the snakes with the <laughs> orchid. <laughs> uh, right. And he makes the snake angry, and then he takes the other orchids and gently strokes them over the snake to calm it. Uh, and then he lies down next to the snake. And the snake uh, crawls through his mongoose mask and disappears down his throat. And then he gets up and he throws the flowers away and runs up the stairs and gets to the tippy top. Paul, Paul, what do we do next? <laughs> All right, so check it out. So this one's a little bit of a longer process. So whoever's going first, I need you to listen to me and just do it as I tell you how to. Why don't you right. go first? 
Well, because I need to like call it out to you. I need to make sure you're doing it right. Okay, cool. That works. That's a great idea. (laughs) So first off, we need yellow ones. Okay. Pull them out. Yep. Cool. So have the first three we had in the one hand and then the yellow in the other. All right. Okay. Walk over to the snake. Okay. All right. Now. Hi, snake. All right. I'm going to need you with the yellow one. I need you to beat its ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just okay. Look. Wait, where, where's the snake's ass? <laughs> the end that's not the sharp one. Hit it. Hit just oh, hit it. Okay. Make it, make it. You start what? to beat the oh, snake. When you do that, okay. Evelyn, the snake rears up and hisses at you threateningly. Okay, now take the other three and like give it some some loving caresses and calm it down. Do it. Uh, okay. Right. Nice snakey. You brush Na- it with the nice other orchids snake. and it does seem to calm down. I lean oh. over to Strix. He's making this up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I think he's, I think now he's into it somehow. <laughs> okay, now without reading too much into the next part, just lay down next to it. Paul, did sometimes sometimes you make up things as jokes and they're real funny. <laughs> I just, I, just uh, go ahead. Okay, she lays down. All right, and. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of looking at the snake. It's like so you see, the snake is starting to slither over toward your head, Evelyn. Just near, near your Bye. nose and mouth. Alden, it's fine. You can't smell it. <laughs> and uh, just, uh, just uh, let let What's it. What's it doing? You see, it, it's it's, it's, its tongue. Thing. You would feel this, but you can't. Um, but you can see it when you're cross-eyed stare. <laughs> its tongue comes over and basically tickles your lips. We're making friends with it. It's fine. Paulson. We're making friends. <laughs> okay. Do I need to kiss it or something? I don't. Wait. Was there another step? <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Okay, right. Um, she absolutely said that out loud. For the yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, um, you should uh, open your mouth. Just, just go ahead. It tastes like chicken, but don't actually eat it. Okay, she does. It, it just right. wants to take it a look. It crawls in through your mouth. <laughs> it goes. You see it disappear down into Evelyn's mouth and throat. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> and even once it's in like, you, you can you can sort of feel it crawl down inside of you, and then it's just sort of gone inside of you. Strix just like walks up and just takes the yellow flowers, and the other one's like, "Oh, this is this is every day for me," and just starts hitting the snake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it gets pissed off at you, and she just caresses and just all like, right, it gets calm again. Shit, it is stupid, it's just like lays down. She's like, "All right, here we go." All right, it comes over to your mouth, and <sighs> yeah, she just like kind of enjoys it, and just mm. chews it, and like sucks the tail in. She's like, "All right, let's get up the thing." Yeah, let's just she just walks right. up the stairs. Yeah, Strix goes up the stairs without a problem. <laughs> Jared's face. Uh, I'll, I'll look over at Paulton after it's like watching Strix do it too. Just <laughs> like, oh god, damn it. Okay, um, 
Well, well, Simon first. Let's make sure he he gets up fine. <laughs> Simon's <so>. like <laughs> Simon. Simon, do you want to go to bed without dinner? Oh, he's getting dinner. <laughs> <laughs> fine. He will take the flowers and do the ritual. Whack, whack, whack. Caress, caress, caress. Lie down. Snake goes in him. He walks up. All right, here we go. Then he's up at the I, top, basically doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I I try to help Waffles do this before I go up, but That's I try to make be, it like a treat. Be really hard for Waffles. Okay. Can't I do that? Like do all of it for her, and then be like snake treat? Mm. Uh, when you try, when you uh, essentially beat the snake, uh, it and it comes over to you, not Waffles. Crap. Waffles can. Wait for us, right? It's not like anything can hurt her here. Can I, like, we've taught her some tricks, right? We've taught her how to fight things. So she at mm-hmm. least knows how to whack something. Mm-hmm. So if I make her a little, like, bracelet out of the flowers, okay. and I'm like, get it, get the snake, and she whacks it. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then, and then we've probably, because she's so big, we probably had to teach her gentle, gentle. <laughs> Just hold so her paw, like her paw, with and just the other one, yeah. And I'm yeah. like gentle, and I like okay. hold her palm gentle, gentle right. waffles, and All she's right. like, you know. All right, okay. Uh, the snake will calm down, and I'm like, down waffles, down. Boom, go down. down. <laughs> snake will crawl over to her mouth, and she just eats it. Oh, yeah, just, nom, nom, nom. Just <laughs> nom, 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 nom. And then she bounds up. Boom, 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 Yay! Boom. Yeah. You okay. Well. All right. Here we go. And first, I take out Does what's it, left d- of my wine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. That's uh, no, fine. Oh, all right. <laughs> it. I'll start hyping you up. Like, yeah, let's do this, man. Let's do this. Like jumping up and down in a circle. <laughs> yeah. It's like frat boy style. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, all right. And then I. Now I, get in there. I do the thing. Okay. While this is going on, by the way, Dragonbait smells like sadness. He uh, starting to smell like roses, actually. I also smell like sadness. <laughs> okay. Uh, you watch as Paulton does the ritual and has a snake uh, crawl into his mouth. Go all the way down. Mm. I'm good. Mm. All right. Not going to lose it. He goes up. I hate this. I immediately throw up at the top. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Out comes the sandwich. Aww. Oh, okay. Just you and Dragon Bait now. Yeah. This started out Ooh. as such a beautiful romantic night. Oh boy. I'll, I'll look over at a uh, at Dragon Bait, see if he makes uh, a move at all. Uh, he just stands there, and the look on his face suggests, you know, I'm happy to wait here. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Bait, we um, all did it. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Don't say make it. us feel like we're weird. <laughs> He doesn't say anything. I'm just like, same. <laughs> and I'll take my flowers and beat the snake. All right. After you complete the ritual and the snake crawls in you, you're able to bound up the steps. Uh, I'm very upset, like n- noticeably upset the entire time. Just like, like you know when you like touch something, like a piece of seaweed just touched my <laughs> foot? That's, like, that's the kind of like, I'm not like, upstairs just like, oh. <laughs> 
Are there any other snakes that Strix can eat? Uh, <laughs> when you get to the top of the ziggurat, there's like the snakes were never there. Um, you don't see Aww. any of them. I'm really disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here at the top of the shrine, at the top of the ziggurat, you all see something that was not visible beyond or outside of, of where you currently are. Uh, previously, it looked like the ziggurat, that this was just the flat top of it, um, overgrown, cracked, and broken. But there is actually a structure, a shrine on top of the ziggurat that is not visible from anywhere else but where you stand. Oh. Uh, you can see that the outside walls are decorated with labyrinth symbols of Uptau, and beyond an open doorway, you see what looks like, at least from here, to be a barren, dusty room. Big magic. Uh, big, big magic up here. I throw up a little more. <laughs> okay. Uh, <coughs> Paulton, when you look in that direction, uh, you can see a little man. Uh, he is carrying a orange and purple and red and yellow. Orchid. Oh shit, we're still doing this. In okay. one hand. I still have the bag. And he carries a white one in the other and okay. runs into the shrine. Is it All like right, your guys. Spirit guide or something? There's more. Oh, come on. No! It's okay. It's less gross. What do we have to eat? We don't have to eat anything. Oh, okay. Oh, thank goodness. So it had all the ones we had previously in one hand and then a white in the other. And then he just kind of went in. Oh, that's easy. That's it. We don't have to that, put that's... something else into an orifice. <laughs> I mean, you, you probably could if you want to, but I don't think it's necessary. I mean, save that for later. Yeah. Oh, you can see yeah. Dragon Bait hasn't come up. He's staying on the lower tier. All right. That's that's just probably fine. I yeah. wonder we should have maybe we should have waffles chill here yeah. too. We should have waffles with Dragon Bait. Well, I think Waffles likes Dragon Bait. I, yeah, so maybe we get along just fine. All right. Waffles, go wait with Dragon Bait. Waffles will sheepishly make her way back down the stairs to Dragon Bait. Dragon Bait. Yeah, give her some snacks. Yeah, we'll give her some snickety snooks. Okay. You you take care of her, Dragon Bait. He nods. Okay. Uh, We have have white flowers? Yeah. All right. What about Simon? Simon coming? Simon takes Paulton's hand. All right, well... You know what, Paulton? You go first. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, let's go. All right, you got a white flower in your hand, and Simon's got a white flower in his hand, and the two of you walk into the dusty chamber. Only when you enter, it is not a dusty chamber. It appears to be a, a, a brilliant lived-in room with hanging lamps uh, from the ceiling, Incense burners filling the room with exotic scents and curling smoke. You see cushions and reed mats covering the floor, pots of blooming flowers lining the plaster walls, and singing birds flitting from plant to plant, flower to flower. An immense snake with iridescent scales, rainbow in color, coils upon a heap of cushions at the far end of the room, you can see it is coiled around a thing that looks like a hookah that it is basically smoking uh, and making puffs in the air. And one of those puffs looks like a dragon, another one looks like a ship, and another one looks like a horse and carriage. 
It's do we, face. Are we all following Paulton, or it's only he? You will all see this, but I'm okay. describing it for the first person who entered the room. <laughs> Paulton, you see that its face is not a serpent's face, but a human-like face, a woman of sorts. She's got scales <laughs> on her features, but it's basically a human face. Uh, her eyes are uh, pools of iridescent light, and she, you see she's got a snake-like uh, tongue. Um, but otherwise, her features are human. Uh, but this creature is large. Like, the body of the snake is about as thick around as a man's torso, and she must be 18, 20 feet long, although coiled up, it's a little hard to tell. And her head is bigger than yours. And uh, she says, I am Saja Nabaza. What do you seek in this ancient place? Speak truly, so that I can hear your heart. Uh, and then the rest of your friends sort of pile in behind you. <laughs> <laughs> like them. They're all holding, no all holding white orchids in one hand. Tricks is like sneezing from the, from the allergies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're, there's smoke hanging in the air here. And this iridescent serpentine creature says, you're a funky group. Yeah. Funky. I think that's the nicest thing anyone has ever said to us. We're funky. Guys, we're funky. And then uh, she sort of looks at you, Evelyn, and says, far out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Evelyn, at first, when she she saw this lady, she has a little bit of snake PTSD going on right now. So at first she was like, but then as soon as the lady said they were funky and gave any kind of compliment and tells her that she's far out, she's like, hey, thanks. (laughs) Oh, oh. And we lost her. <laughs> uh, I'm sure she'll be right back. <laughs> and she was Evelyn, not for this place. Evelyn is banished to some Sorry. far-flung plane. <laughs> <laughs> she just disappears from the room. Oh no! Thrown back into some oblivion space. She was too pure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. She couldn't see. She couldn't see this. Lathander summoned her back. Yeah. Yeah, the snake creature's like, out of sight. <laughs> did did the rest of us hear this uh, mm-hmm. uh, thing introduce herself and ask us that question? Or? Sure. Okay. Uh, I guess DF will step forward. All uh, right. And, and he will say... Um, Nate's going in between the screen. You're evil and you're faulted. You're evil and faulted. <laughs> Uh, and he'll say, uh, we seek numerous things, all for the safety of ourselves and for... She will pass you the pipe and say, take a hit, it's cool. Well, she doesn't pass it to you, she basically just, just sort of gestures to it because she has no yeah. arms. Uh, Alton just... Just like run for the DS's arm. Just off screen, the arm comes in. Let me make make sure that's safe. Yeah. All right, she's back. (laughs) Welcome. Paulton's doing drugs. (laughs) I turned my back for one minute. (laughs) (laughs) We are guests. All right, so yeah, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let uh, Paulton uh, toke it up. Did I do that right? Mm. Well, it's, no, Strix will join him. She has nothing against against right. whatever this snake lady's offering. She's like, I don't know what this is, but it looks like it's fun. Yeah, 
okay. Uh, so while they're doing that, uh, yeah, I'll say, uh, so we seek Dobris things plus things that will guarantee the safety of ourselves and the gear and will uh, have the safety for the lives of hundreds, maybe thousands of people. Uh, I am trying to find the spellbook of Shemeshka, the eyeglasses of uh, Mr. Fox, whoever. That whatever whoever that is. <laughs> That's a funny name. <laughs> Stix is sitting on the cushion laughing. <laughs> and finally, we seek the soulmonger and how to destroy it. Oh yeah. And she know. says I've been around a long time. So of the stars, and I'm like the stars. I can see everything. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I see stars. Dude, yeah. stars see us. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn, I, I don't think Evelyn can get high, but when she hears that, she's just as impressed by it. <gasps> and uh, she says, what you want is in Omu, man. Is, is, it's what? It's in what Omu. Omu? The Forbidden City. Oh. I've been there! You have? Yeah, when when Omen took me away. Oh, right. She's a star dinosaur racer, remember? Yeah, yeah remember? <laughs> you guys like pie? <laughs> Pie's great. Uh, she says, people used to live there a long time ago. But the kingdom fell. Ubtal left them, and new gods came. But the gods, they were tricksters, man. They didn't believe. Hey, was, fuck em. was one of them named Dendar? No. The Night Serpent. No, that's something else. But watch out for that one. That one lies trapped under the peaks of flame in the underworld. You ever heard of Rosnisi? Wait. Ah, oh, fam. Wait. Rosnisi, yes. Yeah, yes. I've seen visions, man. Visions of Rosnisi and his followers bringing Dendar the Night Serpent back into the world. That would be the end of everything. Dendar will swallow the sun. What? No, that's that never going to happen. That doesn't sound stellar. Strix starts to, like, freak out. She's like, what? What? What do you mean? No, don't worry. No one can swallow the sun, Strix. <laughs> no, that attitude. Dieth will, uh, like, take out a piece of parchment and quickly sketch a triangle-like symbol and, like, show it to the... the, the uh, to That's Sajan. the symbol of Rosnisi. He is not a groovy dude. He used to be Me. human like you, you know. But then he, he became a serpentine creature, one of the Yuan-Ti. After How did he, he do that, and why? He went through a dark ritual, they say. After he was driven out of Mesro and raised his undead army to try to take over the, the whole land, he was thwarted, of course, and went into hiding, went to Omu, and joined up with the Uwanti there and underwent one of their rituals and became just like them. So you believe he currently resides in Omu? Oh, yes. All omens point to Omu. 
what about the what about the fox? What about the, the, the fox? We have to find the fox. Strix is like pulling her hair out. We need to find Mr. Fox's spectacles, which are in Omo. <laughs> I don't know anything about this Mr. Fox, and I haven't seen him, so if he's there, he's somewhere hidden very cleverly. Yeah. But Surely you're but aware. there are places in Omo I can't see into, but I know that they're there. Extra-dimensional spaces, man. Extra-dimensional. That's real far out. Yeah, we have some experience with that. He says, he sa- or she says, <clears throat> if you want to survive in Omo, you have to know what's there. You have to know what's waiting for you, man. The yuan they have nests there. They live under the city now, not in the city, but under it. They're hiding. They are hiding, and they are looking. They are looking for a crown that will open up the gates to the underworld and let their Dendar, the Night Serpent, out. Mm-hmm. I don't think... That. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. So the Yuan-Ti are not so reasonable, nice people. No, they are the evil of the evil. They are the evilest mm. evil in. Oh. <laughs> she remembered my name. She's so cool. And uh, she says, but they have been tricked. They have been betrayed. The one they work with, the one who they count on for their protection, he has betrayed their leader. He's betrayed them all. He's going to betray everyone. Because all he cares about are the souls of the dead. Their leader being Rasnisi? The Iwanti leader is Rasnisi. But he's going to betray them all. But his time in this world is limited. It is finite. It is coming to an end. It sure is. is why do you say that? Is it because we're going to help? Because he's been cursed, just like oh. you. Oh. Oh. Where does where does the Sarah Rack come into all of this? So she's like she's also reaching over to like Paulson to take the hookah thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> when you take the hookah thing away from Paul, and he sort of fights you for it. <laughs> <laughs> Strix is like, I like this, it makes me happy. Just takes more. And uh, she says, oh yeah, old Bonebag himself came down here and killed the Omoans' gods, all nine of them. They weren't real gods, of course, they were the trickster gods. The ones who fooled the Omoans into worshipping them. So they weren't powers? They weren't... Powerful, they were... They were powerful, but they weren't powers. Uh. Yeah, they, uh... (sighs) (laughs) They were yo-yos. Let me tell you a story about these trickster gods. Yeah. Stories of the Omun trickster gods died with the Omuns who worshipped them, but I gotta tell you, these stories are burned into my brain. Long ago, the god Uptau hardened his heart and vowed, vowed to weep for the people of Omu no longer. Tiresome they became to him. So the rain, it stopped and the jungle withered and died and death swept through the city. One morning, a wise Zorbo, you know what they are? They're like koala bears that live in trees, man. (gasps) But they destroy magic with their touch. Vicious and nasty I don't like that. But a wise Zorbo emerged from her hollow tree and spoke to the dying Omoans 
To convince Ubtau of their worth, she decided to cook him a stew made from all their good qualities. Catching such virtues wouldn't be easy, so she asked a wily almirage. Do you know what that is? No. That's a horned bunny. That's so cute. <gasps> Are they mean too? No, they're far out groovy, man. Sweet. She asked this wily almirage to help her, and the almirage snuck recklessness into the pot, which she saw as a virtue, and Ubtau spat out the stew where he tasted it. From that day on, Obalaka the Zorbo and Ajin the almirage became terrible enemies. At noon, a brave Kamadan. Do you know what that is? It's like Ow. a big cat with snakes coming out of its shoulders. Ah. It hopped down from her rock. She saw the evil in the Omuin's hearts and decided to lance it like a troublesome boil. The Kamadan fashioned a holy spear, but she left it by the riverbank in a crafty grung. Do you know what that is? Yes. We know that. <laughs> we do know that. Oh, yeah. A craft- Lots of lips on. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> a crafty grung stole it. In her rage, Shagambi the Kamadan forgot all about the Omwins and chased Nang-Nang the Grung forever across the sky. When evening came, a wily Ebly, you know what that is? No. That's, no. A, that's a big, tall, monstrous crane, like a bird with a big, long beak and long, spindly legs. A wily Ebly stepped from his reed hut he didn't like the Omwuns, but without them, he'd have no one to play his tricks on. The Ebli sent a marsh frog to reason with Ubtau, but the frog was angry and decided to wrestle the god instead. This amused Ubtau, so he gave the frog tentacles to make it stronger. When Kubazan the frog Hemoth returned to Papa Zotl, the Ebli, he chased Papa Zotl into the swamp with his new tentacles, and they became enemies thereafter. Yeah, but that night, a Sioux monster. You know what that is? Uh, I don't, I don't it's a so. monkey who can scream into your brain. <gasps> oh, I know that! Okay, yes, actually, yes. A Sioux oh, yeah, monster broke into Ubtau's palace and stole a pail of water for the Omuins. When the gods came running to find it, the Sioux monster hid the pail in the Jakuli's burrow. Do you know what a Jakuli is? Don't know. That one I'm sure you'll tell us. Yet. It's a gigantic snake that lives in a tree and can change its color to blend like a <gasps> chameleon. And it can leap from a tree like an arrow and stab <gasps> you. Oh. I U- knew that. Ubtau asked the jungle animals where his water was hidden and Moa the Jakuli was too honest to lie. When Wongo the Sioux monster found out how Moa had betrayed him, he vowed to catch the Jakuli and eat him up. All the while, Unk... The flail snail. You know what that is? Uh, Sounds pretty self-explanatory, but it also sounds scary. A big giant snail with an iridescent shell and five flail-like appendages growing from its head. Unk lived deep under the earth. The noise of the other animals fighting made her slither up to the surface, and when day dawned over her shell, the light blinded Ubtau and made his eyes water. And there, life returned to Omu, and the people built shrines in honor of the animals who had saved them, these nine trickster gods. Then a Sarak, that bone-bag bully, shows up and killed them all, just murdered them straight, right in front of the people who worshipped him, and then threw their bodies into a tomb that he had the Omuans build under their city. And after the tomb was built, and after the Omuans and their minotaurs finished all their work, he killed them all and trapped them inside the tomb as well. 
some living, some dead, and then he sealed it all up. Gods and worshippers all bound in this one dark place. And that's where the evil in Omu now resides. And that's where the crown that the Yuan-Ti are searching for resides. And that, I fear, is where your Mr. Fox resides. Inside this tomb. I don't want to go there! Is <laughs> there going to be a test on this? <laughs> no. Just take another hit. Uh, <laughs> it's mine! Evelyn grabs it and tries to take one herself. Yeah. Does it have any effect? Uh, no. <laughs> she pouts. Smoke just kind of like comes out her ears. Yeah, she, pretty much. Yeah. So we're going for this tomb. And you said this tomb is located beneath or below Omu. That's right. Is there a way? How do we get below Omu? You mean into the tomb? Yeah. So Inside of it. You have to find yeah. the nine cubes of the trickster gods. They're like keys. All right. The Omuns, Where can we find those? Aserak placed them in the Omun's old shrines dedicated to each of the gods. Cool. <laughs> Where is it? Go ahead. If there are nine trickster gods, so nine shrines. And if I want to find those shrines, they're scattered all over the city, man. Oh heck. Dang. But you'll know them when you see them. Has anyone ever tried to do this before? Yeah. Recently, in fact. Really? How did that go? Did they get annihilated? <laughs> You might say that. Let's just say it remains to be seen. Huh. Huh. Uh-huh. All right. Well, can you uh, help us make a map of where all these shrines are, where we need to collect all these cubes? Uh, she says, I got a better idea. You'll take us there yourself? No, I don't leave this place. Are you sure? Uh, it's real nice can... outside. There's flowers. No, I can see why. <laughs> this is great. And uh, she says, this is the happening place, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's dope. And, uh, but she says, um, if you want to cast off who you were and be born again, I can give you knowledge that you didn't previously possess. I'm sorry? What exactly do you mean by that? She says, you gotta shed your skin, man. Let go of what you were and move forward. No, it's all good. Cool. I like who you guys are. I don't think I want you to be someone else. Oh, seems into it. Let him do it. Yeah, let him do it. I don't think anyone should do... I don't... Mm. Instead of that, do you, maybe if you're good at re, rebirth type of stuff, maybe you could heal all of them from this death curse that's happening? I can't do that. I'm no, not a god, you see. And that's a major mojo. But 
Any of you hurt? Might be able to help you with that. I have an owie. <laughs> uh, she will look at your owie and uh, uh, she will she will sort of gently caress your owie with her tongue and the owie disappears. Ooh. The, oh, the, the crack so nice. in, the crack in your ankle, uh, which that uh, nasty creeper had left, just sort of is stitched up perfectly. You can't see the wound anymore. Evelyn's like, hey. I have an owie. so would one person have this knowledge if one of the us agreed to this that's right but i look there's plenty of ways to get knowledge Uh, she says i don't know she looks at you evil and says i'm afraid you can't shed your skin because you don't have one yeah thank you for that yes it's very thank you so like how how literal is this is this skin shedding like is it like a like a, like an academic skin or like a spiritual skin or is it like you know like this is going like like it's like, a real far out head trip man oh, how did I like all your skins just keep them don't do that that sounds pretty rad if it could keep us from dying did she just offer to make you trip balls <laughs> kind of sounds like it but also I think all this new body bo- stuff. I know. I like you guys the way you are. It's like, would I be like a different person entirely, or would I just have this newfound, enlightened sense of knowledge? You would just have enlightenment. You'd be the same old Paulton. Do I believe her? Make an insight check. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> That's all. Is important. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, 21. Ooh. Um, there is something that she's not telling you, but you don't think that she's being insincere. Okay. She's being incomplete. What is is this knowledge that you're offering? I mean, I I could learn that the sky is blue, and that wouldn't help me much, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, she says, it is just an awareness it is like heightened senses. It's opening up yourself to the world around you the, and all of the secrets that are contained in the vicinity. It cool. Is, oh, like perception. I don't have any of that. Fuck it. Let's do it. All right. Mm. Paul, I don't trust it. Eh. Uh, if it breaks you, we'll find a way to redo it. Yeah, we've all died a couple times. All right. That's why we're here. Evelyn's like, you guys are all high. Stop making decisions while you're high. Just, <laughs> all right, just you know, be careful. We'll, we'll be here just in case. Sure. Diaz, why? You're gonna. Uh, he, he usually does what he wants. Yep. All right. No, Evelyn, you and I will be right here as soon as we see something, anything go wrong. We're getting him out of here. All right. So fireball. Yep. Um, it did feel nice when she licked my owie, so maybe yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Paulton, she sort of brushes your uh, neck with her tongue. Ooh. And as she pulls back, you feel uh, that some sort of magic has been cast upon you. And then there's sort of like this itchy feeling on your neck where she licked you. And as oh, you, no, I'm hooked. As you start to kind of uh, just give it a little bit of scratch, you start to peel away the skin. Oh! 
no. And uh, <laughs> oh, I thought we weren't doing literal. It becomes it becomes this sort of compulsion all of a sudden, like a like a scab. You just can't leave it half picked. So the rest of you just start to see Paulton peeling off his face. No. Uh, and kind of peeling off his ears and his hair. Um, this is very traumatic for Evelyn. Yeah, you see, uh, basically, there is another Paulton underneath what appears to be this quickly drying and cracking skin that surrounds him. It's like suddenly the, the skin around Paulton is just all becoming cracked and dry, and there's another Paulton right underneath that's peeling himself out from underneath <laughs> it. You mean, like, metaphorically, right? <laughs> I mean, literally. <laughs> Strix immediately starts picking up pieces of Paulton and putting them into a jar. Strix, no! <laughs> what, we might need them! I, I'm doing this, I'm just like, oh, yeah. this is fucked, and man. Just, just like a, a snake's getting his, shedding his skin, he just sort of gra- takes it all off his head and then starts to sort of bundle it down his body and push the the old Paulton off of him um, until he basically steps out of his own skin. Paulton looks great. Scientists hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn says to Diaz, I thought I couldn't get high. Are you seeing this? Oh, I'm seeing this. And then uh, uh, Paulton, uh, as you uh, uh, come out of this, uh, you also feel that you have... Um, sort of some powerful mojo or magic cast upon you. Cool. And, um, all right. Do, 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 do. And uh, you now have the blessing of wound closure. And what that means is, um, and this is actually very, very handy for you, while you have this blessing, you stabilize whenever you are dying at the start of your turn. So if you drop to zero oh. hit points, you, you stabilize automatically. Whoa. Cool. Yeah. That's crazy. How long does this last? Uh, Do I know? Yeah, she tells you that uh, it will last until the next new moon, which is about... Um, uh, 30 days away. You made it so he can't die? Wait, so like, I has any of this been revealed to everyone? Uh, no, like, this is just something you know you've been okay, blessed with. Okay, so as soon as I know this, yeah. like right as I step out, I'm like, all right, guys, new mission. We got to destroy the moon. I need this forever. What? <laughs> Trust me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not high. I swear. This makes total sense in my head. But yeah, I'm feeling great. she broke him. No, she unbreak me. <laughs> Did you see me walk out of me? That was sick. It was gross. It was great. All right. Um, and then she proceeds to eat Paulton's skin. Ew, except, except the parts that uh, except the parts that Strix tore off and stuffed she in the like jar. She tries to take it. I'm like, no, no, that's mine. That's mine. <laughs> she says, "This is powerful magic, man. I got to replenish." I've done all right. Just that's give me a fair. little bit. Put it in my robe. All right. What if? What happens if I eat it? Don't <laughs> do it. Don't. I'll just look at Tiff and be like, oh. do it. <laughs> she just says, "Far out." <laughs> So, cool. do you do you feel okay? 
I feel like if I were to almost die, I wouldn't. <gasps> Do you feel like you know more than you ever did before? I, 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 well, technically, yeah. But I feel like that applies to any time you learn anything. <laughs> yep. Oh, um, the other thing that uh, coming out of the skin did is, is it shed off any scars that you have. So, like, the, the wound that you had on your neck oh. uh, from the decapitation is just sort of gone with the old skin. So Whoa, this he's is, like a weird, shiny new Paulton. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, cool. I mean, the death, cur- the death curse will, is still taking hold and will weaken him as normal, but... Um, he's like, guys, don't worry, I'm still dying. <laughs> <laughs> I just look great. Yes. You'll leave, so you a, could, you'll leave a pretty corpse, yeah. So you could, like, jump off the top of this thing and then, like, just be okay? Maybe don't. <laughs> like, she says that, and my eyes just light up, like... <laughs> <laughs> and I look at the snake, I'm like, could I? <laughs> um, she says, you're just you, man. <laughs> That's true. You're right, you're right. I shouldn't. But I could. <laughs> you know wow. what? Save it. We'll save that. You keep that in mind. We'll put a pin in it. You never know. We'll, we'll save it. Yeah, the tomb sounds really bad. I was hoping that that was going to be something we could take a miss on. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> she says. Like we're taking a miss. If you wait long enough, maybe the cubes will be found for you. By who? No, we don't really have that luxury. She says. Are the forces being what they are? Well, should we be worried then that the cubes aren't even in the shrines? It's a possibility. Would we be wasting our time? You Do you even be. know which cubes are left? Are you even a snake or a person? <laughs> are we people? <laughs> so this many questions. Crazy. So many questions. Also, is Paulton wearing clothes? Um, <laughs> um, yes, amazingly. <laughs> okay, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it'd be funnier if he wasn't, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he should be naked. Yeah, he's naked. <laughs> Wait, you changed your mind? I Are did. we retconning that? Yeah, I totally retconned that. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm wearing the outfit that he, is... He puts, his, he puts his clothes back on after the skin is all pulled out of it. Ew. You don't have to do that. <laughs> you can just walk like, around no, naked. <laughs> <laughs> In an ideal world. But. Strix will like just as he's putting the clothes on and there's like skin bits falling out. She's yeah. just gonna start collecting them from the ground as he like puts them put in the jar. She says, "That's a strange hobby you have, girl." So, snake or person? I don't know. Just keeps doing. <laughs> All right. Well, so we're supposed to find these cubes, but they might not be in the place where we think they are, and someone else might have them, and that someone else might take care of this thing for us, but they might not. So what do we do? Now you said that there are nine shrines and they're just all over. And you, we couldn't help perhaps have you maybe point a way or where we could find one of these shrines. You don't need me. You got your friend Paulton here. I, I just saw him crawl out of himself. It was wild, man. I mean, he seems okay, actually. So if you want to do it too, DF, maybe you should. Uh, no, that's okay. Yeah. Not all scars can heal. She says... Paul, do you feel like you know... Yeah. Do you sense anything? Do I sense anything? Mm, <laughs> no. Um, mm, 
You're pretty much the same old, same old as far as you're concerned. And she says, oh, he won't feel anything here because we're not even in the world now, man. When you get back, things will be revealed. The sky will open up and the heavens will speak to you in song. What? Cool. Or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Same. It's all, all right, well, razzmatazz. Okay, thank you, Snurson. We are going to go outside now, and we're just going to if see you if leave, Paulton... If you leave, you can't come back. Have I answered all your questions? Oh, no, I like this place. Uh, no, we have so oh, many more questions. Do you questions. know anything about the Skizzixes, baby? You seem smart. Says, they are not of this world, or I would know them well. Do you know who they are? Anything? Anything at all? What? Are, why? Do you know of uh, someone that looks like me that committed a crime? Maybe a multiverse-related crime? She says, I know of someone that looks like you, but she hasn't committed any crimes. Not yet, no. Wait, what? 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 What who? are you talking about? Who looks like her? Uh, she says, all will be made clear when you meet yourself. What? <gasps> oh, no! What, what is that? What? Yo, I knew it. Even mean. Oh, I'm fucking woke, fam. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is what happens when you time travel. I didn't do that. <laughs> how, how about this? A Sarah Is there a way to destroy him? He's a lich. His phylactery is somewhere. Who knows where? Into galactic space. Who knows? Destroy him? No. You can annoy him. You can make him angry. You can destroy his body and take his stuff. But he'll always come back until you find his phylactery. But it's not on this world, or I would know it. The phylactery is not on this world? Are you talking about here or like right outside that door world? On your world. On this world. It's There's somewhere no. else. Do you have any like helpful hints for finding phylacteries? That's exactly how Eagle pronounces it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says, "Destroying him is a that's a tall order. I wouldn't recommend it." Better to look for the cubes. She says, "Destroy a soulmonger." Otherwise, he'll bring that dead thing back to life, and then that will be the end of life as we know it. Well, here, and meanwhile, the Mercy Killers are just going to keep going after me and whatever other plane we're on, and whatever other be. <laughs> <laughs> She's crying on the ground. Like, I don't know what's happening anymore. You- Strix, you, says, need, you, need, you need to be cool. You need to chill I out, said, right? That's right. you got to chill out. As I said, I see what the stars see. There are no stars where you come from, girl. I can't see into your past or what you came from, but I know what happens in the world. You're right. There are no stars. Have you seen people that look like the rest of us or just like her? Just like her and him and him. And looks at Diath and Paulton. Oh, no. Not like me. Oh, no. They were made from your hair. Oh no! Oh, Wait, what? No! Oh no! <laughs> they were made from from their own hair. I gave the hags <laughs> hair. Oh. oh! Oh! I thought that that was 
just going to make them not kill us. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> Unreal. She says. Sorry to lay it on you. But that's the way it is. Fearful symmetry, man. They're yes, here in this world. Yeah. This is terrible. You'll meet them soon enough. Where? Where will we meet them? How? I'll need to cut our hair and dye our skin blue. That way we know <laughs> that we're not the evil us. She just starts like ripping chunks of her hair out. Like, here. <laughs> no, strict stop. No, no, we, we can't have hair. We can't have hair. I've seen this happen before. Did, uh, did she answer when I asked I'm where sorry. and how we would find them? Uh, she says that she doesn't know. Um, certain things in the future are malleable. All she knows is what exists. Mm. Are they doing evil things? Does, it, does this tie into the mercy killer? <gasps> I don't know anything about mercy killers. Oh, so oh that's God. a whole other problem. Oh that's not even you... related to this problem! <laughs> 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 Strix, you didn't even do anything wrong. See, it was all a big misunderstanding. It's the other Strix. It's not great news. No, I know. No, it's all. I don't know. It's all. all she starts freaking out, just like, wait, shit. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Wait, what if? What if? What if we're the fake ones, <gasps> dude? Why? That's why I said to cut our hair. No, not the fake oh. ones. How do you know? I, I don't think. Yeah. Okay, see. Next time we make camp, I am going to take a hot thing and just put. It on our arms, and then anyone that has the burn on their arm is us. What a perfect excuse to get best friend tattoos! Sasha Nabaza says, instead of worrying about killing a Sarak, maybe you should focus your energy on Ra's Nisi. I remember yeah. him from his first uprising, and I urge you to kill him, both as a punishment for his past atrocities and to prevent any possibility of a recurrence. All right, thank, thank you for... Th- yeah, we'll do that. Uh in between being killed by our doppelgangers and extra-dimensional threats and mercy killers and two rebel families and a bunch of other things that are really terrible. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> just to make sure uh, I got <clears throat> just to make sure I got that right, Raznisi was uh, at Omu? Uh, yes. He he, okay. he waged war on Chult with an undead army, then was yeah. defeated, retreated to Omu, became a, a Yuanti, and has basically now become the leader of the Yuanti there. Okay. Got it. Just make it true. Because he's a very powerful warlord, a sort of Chalton boogeyman. Okay, got it. What if we just stay here? Then you die. Then I'd die. No one is dying! (laughs) But then the fake ones will be dead, because we might be them! No! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Guys, I think Paulton's had enough. Strix has had enough! We've all had enough. Or not enough. What is enough, dude? Well, they're kind of chit-chatting. Evelyn whispers to to the snake lady, like, are these the real ones? (laughs) (laughs) As far as I know. Okay. Who's to say who's the real ones? Also, have you met Lathander? No. Okay. She says, lay it on me. (laughs) <laughs> oh, sure. Okay. Lysander is the morning lord. In his great mercy, no, he shines as soon as down upon her. Strix, do you just, she's just, I'm done. I'm done. And just walks outside. All right, Strix, when you walk outside, there's like this 
blast of warm air. Um, it was much more temperate and abiding uh, where you just came from. As you step back out into the tropical jungle, you're hit, tropical jungle, you're hit by the humidity of Oralunga, as you remember it. And down at the bottom of the stairs below you, you can see Dragon Bait and Waffles both sort of look up at you. Everything is bad! And it's also nighttime. It's like oh, you, you just lost a whole pile of hours. <laughs> oh. before, before I leave, I ask the snake lady, like, before we go... Is that is that little the little guy who let us in here around? Oh, you're talking about the Chewingas, man? Yeah. The nature spirits. These Chewingas, they are little devils. And they were cool. uh, uh she says, they're all over the jungle. You keep your eye open for them, you'll see them. They'll be back. They can be very helpful. They live in rocks, they live in leaves, they live in water, they live in flowers. They live in all the things of the natural world. They are the cutest elementals. I want one. All right, you just keep living the dream. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you. I got to go live out my existential crisis now. <laughs> yeah, it's time to leave. All right, you withdraw, exiting from, after uh, regaling, uh, giving Sasha Nabaza all the information, proselytizing about Lathander. She seems very intrigued. Um, oh, nice. She's interested? Yeah, definitely interested cool. in learning new things about gods. Okay. And uh, you leave, you uh, step out onto the ziggurat, and you can see uh, there is no shrine behind you anymore. It's just a flat top ziggurat, and it's uh, night has fallen upon it. And the, the stars, you can see thousands upon thousands of stars in the sky because there's virtually no ambient light anywhere. Uh, so every mil- every galaxy, every distant flickering light is now gazing upon you, and you feel like they are watching you. <gasps> it's so beautiful. Strix will just sit down on the ground and just look at the stars. Yeah. And the way they seem to spiral out, it's almost as if you're almost at the center of it all. Like the stars just sort of go off in these spiraling trails. Well, I know that's not the truth. Yeah. <laughs> she she said she's watching us from the stars. Hi, new friend. Thanks again for that snaky kiss. It felt real nice. One of the stars, one of the brightest ones, just sort of winks at you, Evelyn. (laughs) Halton, do you you feel like you know or sense anything now? Uh, Yeah, Paulton, you feel like that you have lived in this jungle in a previous life. And in fact... As you look around Oralunga, you can almost see sort of spectral images of the buildings as they used to stand before the city fell to ruin. Whoa. Um, like just ghost structures all around you. Um, you are definitely in tune with a force not previously accessible to you. I look at Dieth and I go, Yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, where we'll stop. all right Uh, next week's episode is going to be great and uh, hopefully everybody will be able to tune in does anybody have any announcements before we uh, part for the week how about the fact that in (laughs) three days is D in December, everybody? What? what? Ah, it can't be December. That's right. Um, this is my uh, third annual celebration of all things Dungeons and Dragons called D in December, starting this Friday, uh, going throughout 
pretty much the entire month. We'll be doing all kinds of different videos, uh, showcasing all kinds of D&D video games with the gameplay channel. Um, uh, good old uh, Waffle fan uh, Scarlet Moth did a super cool uh, Dean December prompt where every single day is a different topic. Uh, just talking about like maybe your favorite class, or your maybe favorite setting, or your favorite spell, etc. So I'll be I'll probably be doing a little bit of that myself, either in video form or online. So if you want to do or partake in any of that, you can do hashtag DN December. Uh, I'll be looking through it, maybe retweeting some, etc. But be on the lookout for that. All kinds of D&D stuff on the way. Uh, I have a new D&D show coming out, too, just because it's um, like fun on my YouTube channel called The Friendly Table, where I'm just going to talk about how to start as a beginner. And it's going to be really friendly, and there might oh, be puppets, cool. and it's going to be really embarrassing and super puppets. dumb. So please, <laughs> please look forward to that. Uh, it's going to be great. Well, my first episode is coming out on Thursday, so I'm just getting back into my YouTube stuff. Listen the Friendly Table. Care. The friendly table, <laughs> and the logo is a little pigeon on top of a bunch of dice. <laughs> oh, of, of course. course it is. Yes, naturally. Yeah. Now, the friendly table. So the first episode is on finding your table, and that's going to game stores or online and whatever. So it's going to be fun. Uh, I'll, I'll do the shout-out for the Dice Camera Action subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash Dice Camera Action, all in word. There's amazing stuff there. Tons and tons of amazing fan art and fan fiction. And once in a while, we stop by and post canonical background stories or even our own fan fiction. Um, so don't forget to go check that out. And I think at least I and I think a few others may have stuff to post this week. So do check in. Yay. In addition, also continuing this week is the uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Dragons in Places, starring the game Grumps. Aaron, Ross, Barry, Susie are joined by Holly and their dungeon master, myself. So you're looking for a uh, very newbie-friendly uh, Dungeons & Dragons podcast to listen to. Uh, check out Dragons & Places on YouTube and on iTunes. Uh, none of them have really played before except for me and Holly. So if you sort of kind of want to get the swing of things and kind of learn how things work, try giving that a listen to. That's true. And there's there's no doubles or mercy killers or trauma or it's just a walk in the park. It's just a walk in the park. It will let, let you sleep soundly at night. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yes, thank you, chat. The uh, there's also a dice camera action discord if you want to join in uh, check out that little small community of uh, people chatting with each other during the show, sharing off art, uh, fan fiction, etc. All right. Um, let's see, what do I have to say? Uh, so if your name is William Ulrich and you're 12 years old, I just want to say I got your lovely letter today. Thank you very much. It touched my heart. Aww. And Aww. contrary to what you witnessed in this episode, don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to work at Wizards one day, that's the best advice I can give you. Don't be like the Waffle Crew. Don't, don't yeah. be so optimal. Don't shed your skin. Do There's as I say, not as I do. Don't commit crimes to the multiverse. <laughs> Just a whole list. Yeah. yeah. All right. And that's where we'll wrap for this week, and we'll see you all next week. And until then, cheerio, and happy What Remains of November to y'all. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. 
For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com TOA, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com DCA. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.